0: Hey brother. Hey sister. Um, so let's just talk about the fact that there's one less body part among us since the last time we recorded the podcast.
1: What do you have to tell me?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) I have all my appendages and all my organs, but you are missing one. Oh,
1: that's true. Or maybe you have one extra that you don't really need. Are you actually missing it? Um like do I think about it often? (laughs) Yeah. Um, no. So you had your appendix out. I did. I had my appendix out. Which
0: wait, you, can, you can correct me, but here's what I know from the couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy I've seen. Mm-hmm. At least from the surgeon's side, it's truly, it's the easiest surgery. And so I feel like if it's the easiest, easiest surgery for the doctors, then it's probably the easiest surgery for the patients.
1: Um, it can be pretty easy. Uh, mine was more difficult than most.
0: That sounds right for you. Yeah. On brand.
1: Uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm weird. I, uh, waited a long time to go to the doctor, I guess. Um.
0: How could you have known? Did you know sooner?
1: I was in pain Sunday night. I got fever and chills Sunday night. Uh, I did sleep Sunday night. Monday night I had to actually come and sleep on the recliner. I see. Uh, couldn't sleep in bed. I was in pain all day Monday. Like, I just did nothing but sit in bed and think, I'm just going to try not to be in pain. (laughs) That didn't work. No, I was still in pain. So, you went to the hospital Tuesday morning? Tuesday afternoon.
0: Tuesday afternoon. So, if you had come, if you had gone Sunday night, would it have been that much better and easier?
1: Yes. Oh. Yeah, so the appendix was gangrenous, which means it was, like, turning black and all of the infection in it was, like, starting to spread out into the rest of my body. Oh. Yeah. So
0: I hope nothing is ever described on me or in me as gangrenous. Gangrenous.
1: They had to uh, put a drain in there, <gasps> which was really interesting. I didn't know what it was. I didn't I didn't know how it worked. It's. It's literally just a tube that was connected from the inside of my body to the outside of my body uh like right at, right at the waist oh no and they mm. it went in a lot farther than i thought it did mm. um and they they put a little pouch a little plastic pouch no. on the end and no. they, they squeezed in before they attached oh, to the tube my. so it like suctioned. did okay. it. it sucked out all of the in all of my insides which for a while i like i didn't know what i was like what is this pouch i don't know What's this orange liquid here? It's no. interesting, but I now I know what the orange liquid was.
0: I'm physically uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I'm, probably you bad. You really aren't. You enjoyed talking about We should put a about warning.
1: It. If you are eating, like there there are podcasts that I listen to that I can't, that I can't let's do, I'm eating.
0: And I just, I'm a just squeamish and person, and it's just like that feels just like weird in my stomach.
1: Yes. Well, it felt really weird when they pulled the tube out. No. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. And I, I thought it was going to be like, three inches or four inches but it was like a foot maybe not that much maybe like eight or nine inches it just kept coming out and kept oh, coming sick. out it was yeah so yeah my okay so if you had gone Sunday yes
0: things, oh, okay see I just thought it was like just over time it got bad but it was like oh it got really bad
1: well I also there's a few months ago where my stomach hurt and I I still don't know if it was my appendix or yeah. something else. So maybe if I... Had gone, I remember that. And I think it was. I think it was. If I got... Well, the thing about the appendix is it, it hurts all over your stomach and then it like centralizes it where it goes to yeah. one location. And uh, it. I don't think it went to one location that first time and it just stopped hurting that first gotcha. time. So I don't know.
0: Aren't bodies amazing? Like when I think about... So when I... Well, it was my 30th birthday. I was in Atlanta on a trip and I... Something was wrong and I didn't, I knew something was wrong because I, I had fever and I started to get chills. And like, so I, I had a kidney infection mm-hmm. and it's just like, thank goodness that the body has warning signals. Like that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, Otherwise you wouldn't have known. And that's not even a warning that signal. It's, it's literally just like trying to fight off the infection. Okay. And, and it often works too. Yeah. Uh, but not always with appendixes, especially after they burst. True. Which mine was close to doing. Apparently if your appendix bursts, it's a lot worse. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah, me too.
0: Glad you're here and on the mend.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm glad too. I'm. I still can't move around as much as I want to, but
0: can you lift things yet?
1: Uh, no. I think they said two months before I could lift anything over 15 pounds.
0: Two months? I think they said two months. Yeah. Oh, and it's only been two weeks. Yeah. All right. What else?
1: Um, I don't know. Do you want to know more, more about my appendix?
0: Is there anything else to know?
1: Yes. If you are hurting in your stomach and you have a uh and uh, you have fever and chills, then you should probably go to the emergency room <laughs> and get your appendix taken out.
0: You know, I love the show The Mindy Project. Um and one of my it's not one of my favorite parts, but at the very end, like the production company or what, whatever it is that has like a little bit at the end, mm-hmm. hers says, Not a doctor. <laughs> I just feel like we could all use that in mm-hmm, life, you know. Mm-hmm. Just a, not a doctor disclaimer.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. If your stomach hurts, <laughs> it could be your appendix. <laughs> right. No matter what it is.
0: But he is
1: not a doctor. Well, the other thing is, if you if you are overcautious and it's fine, you can. You're allowed to say that. You know what I mean? If If I say, "Oh yeah, you should go to the hospital and check that scrape out," it's better than me saying. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, until, don't, until it gets... Right. Because yeah. going to the hospital is not going to kill you, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. It could kill you, depending on what it is.
0: Yeah. Bodies are crazy. Yeah. I mean, we ha- we're
1: not surgery people. Uh, this is my first surgery. You're
0: a surgery person now. I mean, uh, apart from wisdom teeth, that barely right. counts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now I'm a surgery expert.
0: <laughs> what makes one a surgery expert, just having done it once?
1: Oh, well... You know, I experience things a lot as I'm experiencing them. So, Okay, maybe not an expert. I'm a surgeon veteran. Surgeon? Sur- vet- no, I didn't.
0: Is that it? That You're a surgeon now? Yeah, they called me into the surgery when
1: they are like, "Okay, got okay, cut he, this person open. He <laughs>
0: is a doctor. Now that you've done the no, no, appendix. No, no, I'm sorry.
1: No, no. I'm a surgery veteran. <laughs> veteran or veteran? What do you say?
0: Veteran. Isn't it written Wait, veteran? Veteran. Veteran? Wait. I think I say veteran's day. Veteran's day. I say vet. I don't say You say the, Vets Day? No, no, I say Veterans <laughs> veterans' Day. I say Veterinarians. <laughs> I say Vegetarians. <laughs> vet. I just say he's a vet.
1: Really? Yeah. But what if it's like a, an old man? You wouldn't say he's a vet. You would yes, say I would. veteran.
0: My <laughs> country. <treat> <laughs> now vet, and none of these sound like actual words now.
1: Vet? You really say vet? I feel like vet is a person you say they like if they're, they're thirty year olds and just got back from Vietnam. That
0: you think that's different? Yeah. Well, I think the only thing that could be confusing is also like, do they fix your sick dog?
1: Right. Oh, it's very confusing. And I'm sure there's lots of vet vets out no, there. No, if you
0: say he served in Iraq, he's a vet. I mean, what are the chances that he went to Iraq and he's also a veterinarian? I mean I'm sure there are oh, yeah. some Yeah,
1: he should look at your dog's appendix. He's a vet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He just likes dogs and appendixes. He's not. He's not a veterinarian.
1: And he also fought in the armed services with a dog.
0: <laughs> veterinarian.
1: V- vet. Veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know actually. Veter- How do you spell it?
0: V e t e r. So it is veterinarian. Veterinarian. <laughs> Hello, I'm go- veterinarian.
1: I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> it's,
0: not, it's not a word. It's lost all meaning. Veterinary? No. <laughs> I'm going to go to the vet. And I'm a vet. Do you have a vet discount? Do you
1: remember when our dog used to uh, freak out when you said the word vet? Yeah. On November 11th, he was always afraid.
0: (laughs) Is that veterans (laughs) Day? Yeah. I was like, what? Do you remember that? (laughs) Got it. How do you know when vet day is
1: oh that's one of the things you learn before you run for office it's uh 11 11 the 11th hour of the 11th oh. month of the no 11th day of the 11th month was the end of world war one okay and that became veterans day
0: okay so you have, it was armistice day you can check that off your running for office prerequisite list is there anything else you can check off
1: Most. Things I think, yeah. I
0: mean, you're a citizen.
1: I realized this morning in the shower that I will be 35 by the time their inauguration happens, uh-huh. which means I could run for pr- I could become the next president.
0: Guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> he's announcing his candidacy.
1: <gasps> no, I mean, listen. If I got the votes, I would do it, but that's not going to happen.
0: I mean, you know, you don't have any political experience, but neither did Trump.
1: Yeah, that's a. That's a good thing. I don't have any political experience, right? Yeah. According to Republicans. Exactly. I was going to say,
0: you got the Republican vote.
1: Uh, But you also don't have any- Trump has Republican You don't have
0: any business experience either. You just have orchestra. I don't mean to say just. (laughs) Um, You have music experience.
1: I do have music experience.
0: You know what I was thinking about is today, well, I saw something on um, just about what people care about, like what their most important factors are for a job. Mm Mm-hmm. And culture is one of them, obviously, of like working for somebody you like and working for somewhere where you like the culture. And I feel like you've had a lot of interesting jobs to where you haven't really worked alongside people very much. Yeah,
1: never. It's
0: How weird is that?
1: It's sad. Um, oh. This, this job that I have now, I work alongside people more often yeah um last year i got to work with a director every day for one hour that was nice um the there i share an office with a band director at both of my schools so i get to talk to the band director sometime and, and they're in there And i like both of them sometimes um the one of the other directors at my school i go to lunch with him often which is that's nice it's you get to go out to eat and yes. you get to <laughs> eat chips and salsa and they got great chicken soup and I get to build a relationship with a guy that I like.
0: Win, 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 win. Yeah.
1: And then also talk about orchestra stuff and get better at my job and things like that.
0: I think, I mean, it is interesting because I've heard, you know, talking about Enneagram stuff that fours are often not in like traditional workplaces. Like they just, for whatever reason, they want to be different. They want to either work for themselves or whatever. And I was thinking you have followed that path a little bit in that you have never worked like really with a team or a staff very closely.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I missed that a little bit, and I hope that one day I'll get to you in some capacity. Yeah. Um, that actually like goes directly into what I, the topic that I really wanted to talk then about Then let's today. go into it. Um, which is like quality of life in your workplace. What I want to talk about is experiences versus states of being. I originally wrote state of beings, and I was like, oh, no. He was going to kill me for that. That's right. Experiences versus states of being. Brothers-in-law. Uh, right. I think... I think too many people put emphasis to put too much emphasis on the experience. That's
0: actually what millennials are known for, like that we prioritize and value experiences over things. It's like I've done a slide in a presentation I can see it in my mind mm-hmm. of um we use like this really pretty like mountain top and this person just standing in front of it and it's like millennials value experiences over things. So, mm-hmm. yes.
1: It's true. But I, I'm not actually saying over things. Um maybe I should say People value big experiences over everyday experiences. Interesting. I think, like, if you want, if you give a person a thousand dollars and you say improve the quality of your life, uh, or if you, you just say here's thousand dollars to make yourself happy, most people are going to spend that thousand dollars on an experience, like they're going to go on a trip or they're going to have one huge night partying mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think that most often it pays uh, in it pays in your happiness, it pays in your well being. Uh, to invest in your daily life, so like in something you do every single day, like
0: fix your car or buy a new laptop.
1: Exactly, yeah. I think if you got a thousand dollars and you have a crappy computer that you are always mad at because it's always too slow or doesn't have all the things you need on it, mm-hmm. and you spend you you buy a computer that is wonderful to work with, like my baby right here, <laughs> then it it will make your life a lot happier. I think
0: this is interesting. Okay, so. Okay, so let's say somebody walks in right now and they hand us each a thousand dollars. I will tithe,
1: <laughs> right? Of with, course, with, After, with the rest of the nine hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah,
0: with that first one hundred. Mm-hmm. So with the rest of the nine hundred, I would put it in the bank. That's what I. So I don't. I actually am not going to spend it on a spa day or a trip. Probably. Okay.
1: I think that's because that's where we are in life right now. Um, we both know, know we need to save money for the future, and we both. Like I, I would use it to get out of debt because that's what I want. That's what I'm focusing on right now. But Mm -hmm. if someone said, "Here is a uh, prepaid Visa gift card, and you can't use it on groceries or other other things that you would spend,"
0: (laughs) it doesn't work at Walmart. It doesn't work at Quick Trip.
1: Okay, (laughs) or or maybe it does, but it well at Walmart, but only only for only for a fun thing. Yeah. Okay. If if someone said, "Here's a thousand dollars," like if if uh, if. A relative said, "Here's a thousand dollars. You have to f- have to have fun with it." And you knew that it would feel bad to just put it in savings. But
0: I'm like, the, the stipulations are different. A laptop is not
1: fun. Okay, you have to use it to improve your life. Okay, but that but then you wouldn't go on a vacation.
0: I I might okay. I might think that yeah. improve your life means okay go to Bali. I could improve. I could have yes. a cool experience there. So you
1: would go to Bali and you would have a great experience. Yeah, and then it would be over. <laughs> Sure. And then in in eight months, you how much of your normal day would you spend thinking about that one experience yeah. of the trip to Bali? I
0: mean, unless something traumatic happened, probably zero percent. Mm-hmm.
1: And in eight months, I would be well, my brand new computer, uh, still loving and enjoying every minute of Bali. Interesting. I'm not going to leave this computer, but you know.
0: <laughs> okay, it can't hear you. I mean, it can. It's, it's <laughs>
1: listening right now. Like that's what it's doing. But
0: it is not understanding at least I hope not yet Uh, okay yes but then how does that fit in with you want your daughters to experience the world
1: I think experiences are important too but I I think people go all out sometimes and sometimes that's all they do is experiences and I there's there's something that I've been hearing about recently uh, about people who just live their whole lives for vacation and they they work for vacation Mm -hmm. and they save for a vacation and so all their like they just their whole life is drudgery and and getting through the day and getting through the next day and getting through the next day, getting through a hundred days so they can have a great vacation, um and have the best, you know, four or five or six days of their life. But I, I think that is a net loss. I think if every day is great, <laughs> um, then you don't need as many great amazing vacations. <laughs>
0: It just sounds, I mean, I believe that. It just sounds like a motivational speech. Like you're like in a PAC full of children and you're saying, make every day great so you don't have to go on vacation. I mean, I totally get it. But I think I think there's also a way for it to be an experience but not an escape. Because I do think there are people in the world who go on vacations or whatever to escape their reality that they're trying to get away from. Right. But I think that's possible to feel good about your life, like your life and not want to escape it, but want to add to it. I
1: completely agree. Yeah. And like I said, I, I do want my daughters to have experiences and I want to have experiences myself. And I think that's a thing that I, I want to do. I'm not saying never take a vacation, but I'm saying usually I think people value the experience more than, more than really. I think people value their daily life. Uh, what they have in their daily lives less than they should.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Like we, when the whole coronavirus happened and we had to be stuck in our house, we were very happy to be stuck in our house because we bought a house and we made it look really great. Because we spend a lot of time in the house, and and then during that we spent even more time in our house. Mm-hmm. And I still think my house is beautiful, and I still love being in it. And uh, I go out to restaurants less because I have a kitchen out to cook in. And we go to parks less because we have a big backyard and a big front yard, and we like we don't go as many places anymore because we have a place that we like to be all the time for free. Well, yeah. not for free. We pay for it, but
0: right. I get you. You've upgraded your daily life. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, good and, job. Well, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. I so like I, it. I guess I. That's one of the ways in which, I'm, in which I'm different. I'm always looking at like that's why I always have bought a better phone than other people because I use my phone all the time. Right. Um, uh, but I'm always looking for those little ways to improve mm-hmm. my life. And also, and so that goes back to, we're talking about jobs and finding a job that you like. And I think that's really, really important that you have a job that you're like, because what do you do more than anything else? Mm-hmm. Well, sleep, but you don't feel it when you're sleeping. So I don't think that counts because you're unconscious and you're unconscious with your eyes closed. Right. Um, so really working is a thing we do more than anything else. I have a bold statement. All right. Say it. Anything that is tedious should be replaced by a computer or a robot, which is a computer with a body.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm upset by that because I'm really good at tedious things and I enjoy them. Okay. I don't want that taken away from me.
1: I, okay. No, go ahead. Okay. I understand where you're coming from.
0: See, the, a computer could never do that.
1: Could never understand?
0: Could never be empathetic. Never? I don't know.
1: Uh, I think maybe eventually. Um, I, I understand that. I think there are tedious things that, we like doing and enjoy like there's video games that i play there can be tedious so i'm not saying i guess i'm not saying that uh that they that we literally are should not be allowed to do tedious things anymore
0: it, no you said it should be replaced so like proofreading i love proofreading i like editing documents to see where a comma goes and how to you know whatever correct grammar that should be replaced by a computer.
1: Well, okay, but imagine, but how much would you get paid to proofread something? If someone said, here's uh, an entire book, proofread it.
0: Yeah, I'd charge That's per thousand, word. thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you build a computer program that it does a really good job of proofreading, which there kind of are, but not great. Not great. Um, but if it was, if it was better, because it was a better computer, because the future is coming, um, you could, like, that wouldn't, you wouldn't have to pay for healthcare or for, um, uh, transportation or for you know all the things that humans have to do uh, the computer doesn't have to sleep the computer doesn't have to raise kids the computer can be is a lot cheaper and also you can just reproduce the software and have it run on any computer so it's a lot cheaper than you so but what about my ability and passion for it doesn't it matter goes in the toilet uh, I think you could do it for fun. You could find <laughs> video games where they give you a book into proofread and you got it. and you got it. I like that could be even more fun than so proofreading. So I have to simulate
0: <laughs> actually doing it. I okay. And what about like sewing? Beth likes to sew. Talk about tedious.
1: Yes. Oh it's so tedious. Ugh. Why would anyone want to sew? Why would
0: anyone want to sew? So that should be replaced by a computer. Uh
1: yeah. I mean computers are more accurate. Computers can do things better. This is okay. It kind of goes into another thing I wanted to talk about which is the future. So let's just dive into the future. What? I I have a vision. This is this is really why I want to be president because of this vision of what happens in the future because a lot of people don't think about the future. They just think about the present and they think about now. And I think the future is coming and I think it's coming faster than most people most people think. Um, I mean the future's is always coming. The future <laughs> where like the Star Trek future, okay. so the Star Trek is coming, and it's coming faster than most people think. Uh, and by that, I mean uh, the ability for computers and robots to do all of our jobs. And self-driving
0: and, cars. We know you're excited about that. Self-driving cars, yes.
1: And replicator, food replicators, where we just press a button and any food appears.
0: Like smart house. It's dope.
1: And I mean that's probably a little bit farther off than the other things. But the, I saw today. You seen? Have you seen the videos from Boston Dynamics? Uh, like the robots that they that they've been creating, Mm-mm. they look like dogs, and there's lots of videos of people like trying to push it over just so you can see that it stays up, and it's all and it's really funny all the comments. Like I wouldn't mess with that thing because because uh, it's literally just a guy pushing over a robot dog that keeps getting back up, <laughs> <laughs> that it seems like it's going to snap uh, on the person. But they today I saw a video on YouTube. They are now for sale. Like these, they look like they're like big dogs, and they're yellow and they're metal. And they have, like, cameras, camera heads. They don't have heads. They have, like, uh, sticking out of their neck as a camera. And you can buy one for $75,000. Why? Um, if you needed to go in a um, nuclear power plant where a human can't go, you can send it in there to check for a gas leak. Or... Okay,
0: so, like, or anything that the SWAT team does?
1: Sure. Although that would, that but, like, but, it's...
0: What about, like, you know... Just normal well, humans. Here's,
1: here's the deal: it's not as help. It's not as good yet. Uh, but but okay, if you could buy a robot um, for seventy five thousand dollars, you never have to buy a second robot. Like that's there's your robot. A human, you got to keep paying over and over and over again. And but, like I said, you have to pay for benefits, and you have to pay for things like that. And, and humans have are going to ask about raises and humans are going to ask about li- working and living conditions. You can leave a robot out in the desert for five days in a row and it's not going to complain about it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but that's, uh, the, the robot dog is what's confusing to me because, sure, a robot proofreader got it. A robot seamstress got it. But the dog?
1: Well, the, the dog isn't all the way there yet. Uh, there are some jobs that the dog can replace, I think, well, but not... not not enough yet. It has to be able to do more things, and I'm sure that's on the way. Sure. If I were the uh, the CEO of Boston Dynamics, which I don't even know if they have a CEO or whatever or what they are. I would be I would be planning on the next. Like, what are they going to do next?
0: Well, and that's I'm just super skeptical because you said, you know, you spend seventy five thousand dollars on it, and then you never have to do it again. And I'm like, well, I spend you know thousand a thousand dollars on my phone, and I have to buy a new one every two or three years. Well, I mean, you don't have to,
1: but I've heard of planned obsolescence out no, of what? Planned obsolescence. No. Like it obsolete is the root word of that.
0: Oh, planned. Planned. Yes.
1: Obsolescence. Planned obsolescence. So obs- that Apple yeah. builds it into the phones that they, that yeah. they get really slow after a couple well, of yeah.
0: years. Okay, I didn't know the weird Star Trek title, but yeah, I know that. <laughs> well, I would, I would it. assume
1: if you spend $75,000 on a robot, they're not going to have planned obsolescence. I don't so. know
0: if that's the future and if the, if that's what we're all moving toward, then wouldn't they, I mean, you know, the people who are making the money find other ways to make money.
1: Mm, I mean I think yes and this is that this is also the thing I I like to think about which is if if everything is in the hands of the robots then how do the regular people like your proofreading job is going to be taken by a robot and my orchestra job could be taken by a robot yes so if that happens everyone who runs the robots is everything and that's where I think we have to get into things (sighs) like we have universal basic income I think is a is a must at that point. Wow. Otherwise there's you like You
0: heard it here first,
1: so here's the platform. Right, but this isn't a long time. Yeah, I'm not necessarily today.
0: So either our options are to build the robots or to be replaced by
1: them. Right, or
0: Do we do we need to get into the robot business?
1: Um I told Ella today that maybe she should think she should plan on the first <laughs> robot that picks up trash for you because that would that's going to be the first one well, we isn't buy. Is that a Roomba? No, like it's a, like a piece of paper that crumpled up on the floor or someone let the uh, cheese at box on the floor, because like, that happens a lot in our family.
0: Okay, so bigger than a Roomba.
1: Right. Bigger than a Roomba. It actually has to pick it up and it has to take it to a trash can, or I guess it could have a trash can inside of it. I don't know. But so, man, we got so far off. The, um, I think, I imagine a day when every job can be done by robots. Yeah,
0: but that... Should it be your bold statement was that it should be done? Yes, by robots.
1: I think every job that Computer. has to be done should be done by robots. And I think, but I think if people want, like, if you want to proofread, I mean, feel free. That's fine.
0: <laughs> but then it's not a job. Then it exactly. I have to make it a game.
1: Exactly, or you have, to, or or a hobby. Everything at that point is a hobby, and and then that's my real question about the future: is what happens at that point? Right. What then do, what do humans, I do for a do? What do humans job? do? What do we do? What, and I think most people would say, you know, golf and shop and go watch great movies because will movies be even better then? Because people now, now people are only doing creative jobs because robots will probably do less of those. Although mm-hmm. the, there still might be robot generated movies. I don't know. Uh, but what would you fill your life up with if you had a universal basic income and every single job could be done by by a robot? What would humans do? What would you do? I think maybe those are probably two different questions. So let me ask: What do you think you would do?
0: Okay. I need to understand. So universal basic incomes means I get paid even if I do nothing. Exactly. I don't have to contribute anything to society. Exactly. What? I that's actually just like such a foreign concept to me that I'm like that would that can happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's how?
0: The, do you put all the money together and then you divide it all out?
1: I mean, that's that's the basic idea of socialism. Yeah. Um, but the better thing about this is that you can still make tons and tons of money if you do something really well. So you can make more money. You can, you can be a cajillionaire if you come up with the next cool idea of a robot or just, you know, write the next best song or whatever there is that people want to pay for because people will still have money and they will still want to buy things. Yeah. But because there is, because there is so little to do anymore and because Mm-hmm. Robots are doing things for us. Yeah. There's all this extra income that it could all go to a few rich people. But I think I think governments are going to have to make laws about, hey, you can't be a quadrillionaire. Like you can only a, be a billionaire.
0: Give me a guess for a year that this will will I be alive. Do I need to start making robot plans?
1: Um, OK, for the universal basic income, there was a candidate for this year. A, really? A dem- Democratic candidate who was all for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who wanted to give everyone in America a thousand dollars a month um but he did not win people want
0: to make more money than that
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and biden biden i don't think is all for it um although people talked about it after coronavirus stuff but so i think that could happen in the next 10 20 years uh as far as robots actually doing our jobs i think here's a big one oh, you know exactly what i'm gonna say Self-saving self-driving cars. cars oh my gosh um do you know how big the transportation industry is how many truckers there are out Mm -hmm. there have you ever been on a highway and you've seen a truck well there is a person driving that truck who needs health insurance and who needs to pay for his kid's college fund and
0: who needs to stop and sleep
1: and who needs to stop and sleep exactly and who uh needs food along the way and who expects there to be good conditions and uh HR person to make sure that their benefits are taken care of, and a manager to make sure they're actually doing their work and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you have a fleet of self-driving trucks, then all of a sudden, no more truckers. Uh, so right there, where all those truckers go, what how they do they make do? money? Yeah, they're out of the, they're out of a job. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think almost all of our jobs, like your job, may be the absolute last to be taken by a robot
0: job security you know that's why i I switch careers i can
1: imagine i can imagine (laughs) a pastor robot i mean there is one in futurama but yeah i mean it could happen you sure you could artificially sure you could have artificial intelligence and and a pastor robot would know the bible way better than you do that is and and they would have... Not sin? They would have algorithm. Yeah, it would be perfect. <laughs> they would have algorithms to know... But see,
0: that's just unrelatable. Half of <sighs> the, what makes me relatable is that I talk about the ways that I screw up. And they wouldn't have that in common with
1: people. But they would be able to read books about people who say they screw up. <laughs> <Okay>. And they <laughs> say, would listen to other theory, sermons. In theory, a
0: person could gossip about another person. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or maybe that they, they would program to sin so that they would understand. No, that would be bad. You wouldn't want to program a robot to sin. Uh-huh. True. Um... But yeah, I mean I think I think it is possible. Yeah,
0: the people business.
1: Right. And my it's job hard. my job will also like yeah. I, you could have a robot that conducts, but I don't think there ever will be. I think uh I think conductors are do such a personal thing that, that uh that robots and also by that time there will be so few jobs anyway that it's that people won't will be flocking to be like can I be a conductor because that's one of the only things that we can do. Mhm. Um, but there's lots of technical jobs. I mean, like already robots make cars, right? Mm-hmm. There used to be hundreds of thousands, millions of people in Michigan that that stood in factories all days and made, all day and made cars. And yep. now there's a lot less.
0: So, but what I'm thinking about things like you know quality control. Do the robots do quality control on other robots? I
1: think you could have that. Yeah, could you? I guess put in enough cameras everywhere. And I assume, I mean, if you have a business, if you have Walmart, because I bet Walmart will be around, and they have robots stocking the shelves, and they have robots checking you out, and they have robot truck drivers and everything, there's going to be a few humans in every Walmart that that look at cameras. And probably, my guess is, there will be a lot more uh, customer-centered jobs. There'll be a lot of people just walking around saying, hey, can I help you today? Because like... People want to talk to humans. I would think.
0: I don't know. Here, okay. So to me, that might be a generational thing, right? Because it's like, you know, you some older people might go and they want someone to ask how their day is and how they're going. But then there's also the younger people who are used to automation. Right. We're used to efficiency. We want to get in, get out. Like I don't care if you talk to me at Starbucks or not.
1: Yes. I. I don't. I mean, I guess it will one day be so good that we won't really know. I guess that's the Turing test when you don't know if you're talking to a human or a robot.
0: Oh, god!
1: but I think I, for me still, if I am in Home Depot and I need to know where the weed eater string is, Mm -hmm. I could look it up on the app or I could ask that guy right there who definitely knows where the weed eater string is because that's where, because everyone gets it and it's, Mm -hmm. so I'm probably going to ask the guy. I wonder
0: though, what percentage of people are going to ask and what percentage are going to look it up. I would probably look it up.
1: Sometimes I look it up. Maybe that's a bad example. But it, maybe it's something more specific. Maybe it's something more difficult. <laughs> a yellow weed eater string? <laughs> no, like I need fertilizer, but I need it for... A certain uh, type of plant. Yeah, and I need it for the winter. And when do I... like? At that point, you have to have a pretty sophisticated artificial intelligence to say, hey, you're looking at this kind of fertilizer, but that's not actually what you need.
0: I, I definitely think that's possible, though. Uh,
1: it is. It is. But maybe in our lifetime, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. I don't know but I think that's the future I really I do I think that's the future I think you're, it's gonna, a little overwhelming. you're gonna buy stocks buy stocks and robots <laughs> but also will you need stocks because will there be a universal basic income or will we all make a lot less money because well, someone else be rich mm-hmm.
0: I mean I mean yeah that's just so interesting of like people who I you know like who inherit wealth
1: mm-hmm. wouldn't what do you mean they wouldn't.
0: would they wouldn't inherit wealth right because why not, why not? Will the people before them also made the same amount that everybody else did?
1: I'm confused. Me too. So you're talking about like Jeff Bezos's kids? <laughs> yeah. Would they inherit Jeff Jeff Bezos's money?
0: Well, but if it's universal basic income, then don't doesn't Jeff Bezos Bezos make as much as you Jeff, and me? Jeff
1: Bezos would receive the same amount of money from the government, but because he
0: whatever he does above and beyond,
1: right. Mm, okay. Exactly. Okay, okay. That's the idea of universal basic income. I guess I thought
0: money. it was universal basic, like just, that's your only income, but it's no, not that is income.
1: like pure socialism where that it's your only income. Got it. No, the, that's the great thing about universal basic income is that you can make more Got it. than the basic. You just, you have your basics. You can get a house and transportation and entertainment and never have to do anything ever. I think it's not a good way of being. I think that you would have to have, you know, the ministry of... Wait, that's a very British title for a government <laughs> yeah. um, the department secretary of <laughs> yeah. the Department of well-being or something where you have people walk around and check in on people and make sure that they're making connections and I don't know yeah you have to have a mental health
0: well yeah because it work is a main source of identity and I mean it creates a lot of things for people and so if they don't have to then that changes at least people who are used to working. I guess if there are some people who start off never working, then they don't know what they're missing. And then
1: we're at Wally. You've seen Wally, right? No. Oh, you need to see Wally. Well, I don't want to spoil all of Wally for you. <laughs> but in Wally, there's a society. I mean, it's
0: been like what, 10 years? It's okay. It's all. <laughs> in me. Wally,
1: there's a society where people don't they don't work at all. They just sit around and watch TV and they're big and fat.
0: Sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> see, does it sound awesome?
0: <laughs> Not to you, the new and improved Wes, but to me, the old Hillary who likes TV, yeah.
1: I saw uh, there. Have you seen the video with I don't want to do the I don't I don't want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. Have no. you seen that? It's a video on YouTube. It's a meme, but then it's also a an entire musical. I'll show you the video later. It's hilarious. Um, and in the musical, one of the lines they say is, "Uh, yeah, you want to, you just want to get better, and you're that's all you want to do." But really, uh, I I wish I could remember exactly what the line was, but something like. Um, but really human ingenuity, ingenuity is fueled by laziness. Like we really just want, we work really hard so that we can do nothing. Hmm. And that kind of made me, it kind of put me on this path of, is doing nothing really the goal? Right. And if, if robots did everything for us, would we do nothing and should we do nothing? Do you think watching, cause there would be much better TV, right? Like right now there's, I I don't know three or four or five amazing, amazing, amazing TV shows on at mm-hmm. a time. Um, but I imagine there'd be a lot more because there'd be, a lot, be a, a lot more people watching. There'd be a lot bigger market for it.
0: Yeah. I also, I mean, it's, I think quarantine was a good test of like what to do when you have more time than you're used to having. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people used it for creativity To, I mean, you know, not just doing nothing, but.
1: And it was also enjoyable watching the creativity of other people.
0: Yes. And, very much and so. Watching
1: what they would do They're, the cello player down the street, put out a video like every day and still does. And I would I did not have the opportunity to watch her play cello every day. Right. And now I do. Right. So.
0: You composed a full song and arrangement for our mother's birthday?
1: Yes. I did a lot. I got my appendix out.
0: <laughs> that was post
1: quarantine. <laughs> Uh, true, yeah, Now, <laughs> and now and the also coron- not very creative now the coronavirus is gone, so we're all good, that's right, so I don't think you have answered the question yet. What would you do? oh, i don't I don't know if someone said, "Hey, Hillary, here is um a million dollars, and all of your financial worries are gone, and everyone else around you has a million dollars, and all their financial worries are gone. fun. what are you gonna do?
0: <sighs> okay, fun. I'm gonna hang out. With my friends, and we're gonna do fun things
1: for your whole life. Like, you're gonna play no, okay, like we're gonna play face 10 by the pool,
0: yes, and go to you know an amusement park. Uh-huh. I don't know, that just feels like a very free place,
1: okay. But, like,
0: see different places that I haven't been able to go, okay. But, see, but I also think that's the thing is like whatever I will be doing, I will be able to do it remotely. So if I want to, you know, post a video preaching or teaching, I can do that from Fiji if I want to go to Fiji.
1: I I think there will be a, I think there will be a push to still meet in person, to still have a personal connection with people, even though, you, I mean, there still is today. Like you well, can, sure. you can go to online church today and especially right now, it's easy to do. But people still want to go to church. Right, like they want to just go to the building and right be and smell other other people and shake hands with other people and be around other people.
0: Yes, but at the same time, the digital world is alive and well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, don't, I I think that's true. I think especially when you watch YouTube, like there's when you look at YouTube, there's lots of people that make their job just doing things digitally. Yeah.
0: Okay, what else would I do? I feel like this is, I'm bombing on the answer. I've just never had this much freedom before. (laughs) We would definitely start a band. We would, we would, but see, I, I don't want to write original music. I want to do covers. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to be in a cover band. Be in a cover band. And I'm going to get great at all the instruments.
1: Do you think there would be lots of people that would be in cover bands? Will yeah. there be more cover bands? <laughs> I, would they yes. all be playing for each other? Like, yes. <laughs> It'll be a cover band showcase. I guess we could go to a restaurant every single night and listen to different cover bands. Yeah. Or a bar. Do people go to bars still? Yeah. Okay. There'd be a lot more bar going, I think, in this in this future.
0: For sure. Absolutely. A lot more everything that they do recreationally. I say they. I mean, <sighs> I, I don't, but people do.
1: I mean, you do recreational things.
0: Yes. I, I I would wanna learn a lot, but I would also you know, wanna do some fun things. I don't know what I would do to bring an in income. You won't let me proofread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, how why would a person hire you to proofread for if they could, if they could get a program that proofreads their entire book for them for seventy five cents and you wanna charge them thousands of dollars, why would they get you?
0: Because Well, they shouldn't. I mean, it's dumb. It's a dumb business decision. But if it's a person who cares about, you know, supporting people's dreams and their (sighs) endeavors and what they care about, then that's a nice thing to do.
1: (laughs) But I mean, the reason I I feel like the reason you wanted to proofread is the same reason that I want uh, to play music a lot of ways. And a lot of it is because that is what someone paid us to do when we were younger. And so, so many times I think there's, there's reward tied up with that. Like there's actual physical, fiscal compensation. And so we, it it, it draws our, our brain to like, I can make money doing this. So I want to do this. Do you think that's not true? No. No, you think that's not true? <laughs> uh,
0: yes. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> not true. Cause yeah, I'm like, there are definitely things in life that I like hanging out with teenagers and talking to them about Jesus is something that I did even when I didn't get paid. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I just genuinely love to do. And so I would, I would do it, you know, even if I wasn't getting paid and same with proofreading.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would do music too. I I just feel like there's something, I don't know, something tied to my psyche.
0: I mean, possibly. I, I think at least with the teenager thing, I'm like, that's something that I know that I did without getting paid. So that therefore, now that I know I do it when I, I get paid when i do doesn't it's not just because of the pay
1: maybe it's just something that we we succeeded at
0: i that's also very much a a possibility that i'm good at it like we talked last time i don't do things that i'm not good at
1: right i I think and for me i think the answer to what would you do in this utopian world Mm -hmm. and the answer has to be succeeding at something productive and even though there's no reason to be productive and even like I, I would wa- I'd still want to excel. And so I would be writing music or I would be, you know, how I would have the best orchestra in the world, which is still what I want to do right now. I would be doing, so- I would still want to do something. I could not spend my entire day watching. Cause there's great YouTube videos out there. And I mean, I, I could spend my entire day watching YouTube videos and playing Halo with Evan or with our Boy Scout friend <laughs> and um, eating great food and visiting Italy But I would not feel good about myself afterwards. I think that's what really what would happen. Hmm. I would enjoy myself at enjoy at the time, but later I would say, "Okay, well, I kind of wasted that year. I'm going to waste this next year.
0: You got 40 more,
1: and then you don't. And then one day you're on your last one,
0: or you do if you know. We can never age if we find the fountain of youth."
1: Yeah, and see, that's this is the future that I like talking about. That's a whole other discussion. Would you take the pill that says you won't die of old age? Mm. Because Beth says she would not.
0: Meaning she would die?
1: She would want to die of old age, at a normal old age. She wants to die at 120 <laughs> in her sleep.
0: Well, as long as she's got it planned out.
1: Yeah. Would you take the pill?
0: What's the other option? Not...
1: So imagine that that someone came out, uh, like some mm, healthcare company came out today and said, hey, we got this new pill, it's $1,000 or something. And if you take this, you will not age. You'll stop aging now and you'll never die of old age. Maybe you'll die of cancer. Maybe you'll die in a car accident. Maybe someone will kill you, but you are not going to die of old age if you take this pill. Would you take the pill? That's the only promise you get? Yeah, it stops your aging. You don't get older. You don't get gray hair anymore. You don't, your joints don't, like your your cells regenerate themselves like they always have.
0: What are the benefits? I mean, you look young forever?
1: Yeah, and you won't, like people, most people die. Is it most people? I feel like nowadays it's most people die. Most No. Yeah, most people die when they're 80 or 90 from a complication from... Maybe most of it's cancer,
0: or like heart disease, or something that.
1: Well, I feel like I think heart disease is is a deterioration of the heart. So your your heart wouldn't deteriorate anymore. Maybe if you if you ate high cholesterol foods all the time, it would still be bad. But yeah, let's say that it, in, your organs aren't deterior, deteriorating anymore. Like yours. Like my <laughs> appendix, which deteriorated into gangrenous stuff. Gross stuff.
0: I don't know. I then I guess. You wouldn't? Why not?
1: Oh, I completely would. Absolutely. Oh.
0: But Beth... Wait, Beth
1: wouldn't? Beth would not. Because then, like, she wouldn't... She wouldn't go to... When is she going to meet Jesus? She's going to put that off for 100 years? For 500 years?
0: I guess I'm just thinking there's... The longer you live, the more likely you you are to not live. (laughs) That's stupid, but, like... (laughs) Just the more things you experience in life, the more things you're, the more you're around things that are likely to kill you, like a car wreck or you, whatever, right? The more cars I get into and drive or ride in, right? Then my chances of dying that way go up.
1: I agree, but yeah, 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 you will die eventually. But I think that also assumes that society doesn't change, and if this happens in tandem with self-driving cars and, uh, cancer cures becoming more and more uh effective
0: yeah Yeah. i don't know because it's i mean it is true like earth is cool but it's not the ultimate thing i'm looking
1: forward to right but also like that is eternity so it's not like it's not like if you get there later you miss less of it that's how how infinity works
0: this could be eternity i mean if it if you're not able to die
1: well i mean okay here's the thing that I was very sad when I found about I found out about it um in a few I think billion years the sun will expand so much that it encompasses the earth and the earth will go away oh. did you know that no scientifically yeah it's the call and then okay and then in like I uh, don't I wish I knew the number I think it's more billion years it might be a trillion years but I think it's in the billions um, is the heat death of the universe? That's where the universe expands.
0: They call it the heat death. They
1: do. The universe expands so much because you know it's, the universe is expanding. It expands so much that molecules are too far away from each other to interact with each other. Oh. And then everything is just hydrogen atoms. Um, and that's all there is. There's
0: a sermon illustration in there too.
1: Yeah. So the heat death. Hold on. I me, feel like I'm dying a heat I'm gonna Google death. I'm going to Google this. I hate right. summer and How? I feel like it's a
0: constant. How far heat away? away. <laughs>
1: Is the heat death of the universe? Is that autofilled? Have yes, other it people did. been. It will occur in 10 to the 100 years, which is not. I mean, we don't really. I wish that you just tell yeah, me. How can many. you give me a year? <laughs> uh, time frame for the heat death. Okay, 10 to the 100 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a Google. So it's one followed by a hundred zeros. So in that many years, so it's way over a trillion. In that many years is the heat death of the universe. So that's, so it's not eternity. We, we will have to die at that point.
0: Okay. But I think I'd rather go before I burn up in a heat death <laughs> with the molecule problems. Well,
1: I don't know what they call it the heat death. Cause actually it's cold. Actually things get so far apart.
0: Oh, well, I'd rather that.
1: <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't, man, now there's a sci-fi book. How civilizations actually deal with the heat death of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like does everyone just commit suicide at a certain point? You're like, okay, it's it's been a good ride. Yeah,
0: it sounds cruel.
1: Yeah. Or also, have you heard of the big crunch? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's another possibility If everything ends. Who knows? Yeah. But either way
0: I love that candy bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> either way, it's coming. The end is coming. Dun dun Maybe dun. Maybe in one to a hundred or sorry, ten to a hundred years. Maybe in one year. We don't know. The end is coming. So that's why I think taking the pill would be...
0: I don't know. I'm really not sure. I'm going to think about it more.
1: Yeah, that's a hard one. All right. Well, the future.
0: I look forward to it.
1: You do look forward to the future?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Do you believe... I'm amazed
0: by people and what they can do and think of and...
1: Do you think this utopian idea of a future is gonna happen or do you think it's gonna be
0: i don't know i think it's very yeah i mean the robots that's coming for sure i Just, can't it's happened in a lot you can't of ways stop already the robots yeah and i don't know that i want to do automation's a, so easy do you have a roomba
1: no oh i want i need to get a roomba
0: yeah you guys that'll be your next purchase you need a roomba mm-hmm.
1: all right
0: do you have a life-changing idea i do
1: have a life-changing idea
0: I mean, besides the ones that we've just talked about, because I have to reevaluate everything and I have to think about if I'm going to take the pill and what I'm going to do when the robots have taken my job. You I, have a, I have a lot of
1: homework. You haven't thought been thinking about these things for your whole no, life? No, never. I've very much been thinking about these things for a long time. <laughs> Is that weird?
0: Yeah. Heat death.
1: Tell me if I've said this before. How long will I take? Sorry. How long will it take versus how far can I go? Did I say that last time? No. Have I made, have I said that idea before? No. Because it really is a it's a better way of putting the thing that has kind of changed me in the last few years. Where I used to say, how long will it take? Or mm-hmm. how much do I have to do? Um, whereas now I, I, I say, how far can I go? Like I, I was thinking about uh, the other day, someone asked me how college was, how my undergraduate, how it was getting an undergraduate degree. And I didn't, I didn't answer this because they weren't asking me to go into depth, so I, you know, I didn't go into it. But what I wanted to say was, I did not take advantage of it. I didn't do what I should have. Mm-hmm. I asked, how long will it take? I asked, how much do I have to do? I went into a class that wasn't my major, and it said seventy uh, percent of the grade is going to be tests, and twenty percent is going to be this, and ten percent is going to be your final project. And I thought, I don't have to do anything but tests mm-hmm. because C's get degrees, and I can, I can ace a test and so that's what I did like literally that's how I got through college and I feel really sad about it that I I left so much on the table and I could I could have gone so much further but instead my goal was just get a degree so now I I, in all areas of my life I try to ask myself how far can I go because I I think I can go a lot farther than just being really lazy and spending the rest of my time watching YouTube I like it yeah so with your life Hillary and everybody don't think, how long will it take? Think, how far, how far, can, far I go? can I go?